0: I'm Shelby Jopi, and this is Curiosity, where WDET finds the answers to your questions about everything Detroit. This question comes from listener Allie Harnish. So I noticed pretty quickly upon moving to Michigan that there was a lot of Cass stuff. Lewis Cass Technical High School, Cass Corridor, and Cass Park. go to Mackinac Island and see the Cass Cliff there, Cass County, and Cass Lake, Cass River, and wondering if they were all named for the same Lewis Cass? From our research, it seems safe to say that, yes, if something has Cass in the name, it is indeed named after Lewis Cass, who was the governor of Michigan when it was a territory in the early 1800s. But who exactly was Lewis Cass, and why are so many things named after him? Uh, could you just summarize Lewis Cass in, like, two words? <laughs> do you think you could do that? I don't I can do that on the radio. Um, <laughs> um... Like many of the political figures of the early United States, Lewis Cass has a complicated history. The early settlers of the Michigan frontier saw Cass as a hero who almost single-handedly made it possible for Michigan to become a state. But at the same time, Cass used his influence to defend one of the nation's biggest atrocities. We'll talk more about that later. He was a consummate politician. Not everybody liked him, even. Uh, but he was very good at promoting himself. That's John Fierst, a reference librarian at the Clark Historical Library of Central Michigan University. Louis Cass was 33 years old when he was appointed governor. A former lawyer from Ohio and excellent self promoter, Cass became known for colonizing the then very unpopular Michigan territory. Right. I mean, it was very, it was very difficult to get to Michigan for one thing. There had been this really terrible survey report um, that came out that said that Michigan was um, an interminable swamp that <laughs> really turned people off uh, from wanting to come to Michigan. That's Amy Elliott Bragg, author of Hidden History of Detroit. Bragg says the Michigan Territory was the frontier of the United States. It stretched to the Mississippi River, and only a handful of white settlers lived there at the time. And what the federal government was trying to do was expand opportunity in the West. And Lewis Cass was kind of charged with this mission to make Michigan seem like a place that people would want to live. Cass conducted a new survey. Cass Expedition that showed the nation the natural beauty and resources of northern Michigan and Wisconsin. But in order to draw homesteaders to Michigan, Cass had to have land to offer them. Michael Whitkin is a professor of history and Native American studies at the University of Michigan. He says that most of the territory was recognized as belonging to the Indians. If you were a 15-year-old a native in 1805, you would be used to a world that was entirely uh, Native if you lived in Michigan. Um, Everywhere you went, uh, it would be dominated by Native politics, Native economy, uh, Native villages. And in your lifetime, between 1805 and 1836, when you go from being 15 to being an adult, you would see that world have vanished through a series of treaties that extinguished Native title and convert all of that land to um, public domain available for white settlers. During his time as governor, Cass negotiated 20 different treaties with Native tribes— coercing them to hand their land over to the U.S. And because he negotiates so many of these, he ends up um, sort of gaining a reputation as an expert in Indian affairs. So in part, that reputation comes from the fact that he just happens to live in a state with a lot of Indians. Drawing from his experience in Indian affairs, Cass wrote a series of articles in a popular magazine establishing himself as the authority on indigenous people. His opinion deviated from official U.S. policy at the time. In one of his essays, Cass writes, The Indians are impelled to war by passions. They have not only no principles of religion or morality to repress their passions, but they are urged forward in their career of blood by all around them. Cass made the argument to the white American public that Indians were incapable of assimilating because they were inherently savage and ultimately had to be moved west. Author Amy Elliott Bragg. He worked very closely with Andrew Jackson on President Jackson's plans for Indian removal, which of course are now very notorious. And uh, Louis Cass was an instrumental part of everything that President Jackson did uh, to remove Native Americans from their land. Um, And that's really troubling. Professor Michael Witkin calls Cass the architect of Indian removal. Librarian John Fierst puts it even more harshly. Basically what it was, what we, what we would call it today, was a kind of uh, ethnic cleansing. When listener Allie Harnish asked her question, she knew about the dark side of Lewis Cass, which made her wonder. Do people know how horrible Lewis Cass was? I have no idea. I tend to think no. To answer this, I went to a place in Michigan filled with Cass names. I have to check my map so I don't drive through it. Cassopolis. It literally means the city of Cass. And it sits smack dab in the middle of Cass County, named by Lewis Cass himself. I've been living here in Cass for 40 years, and I'm 66 years old. So do you know who Cassopolis was named after? Mm Mm-mm. I don't know. No. No clue. Would you take a guess? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Cass, maybe? <laughs> that's the right answer, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you know who Lewis Cass was? I remember learning about it in fourth grade, but that's about the end of it, so I'm going to say I don't know much history about Lewis Cass, no. Wasn't he an explorer? I think he was an explorer. To the early homesteaders of Michigan, Louis Cass was a brave leader. He helped usher the state into the Union, but in doing so, dispossessed Indians of thousands of acres of land and campaigned for a national policy of fear and hatred toward them. And it's likely that Michiganders can drive down Cass Avenue, play in Cass Lake, or live in Cassopolis without knowing the full legacy of Louis Cass. To ask your question about Detroit or the region, visit WDET.org slash curious. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelby Jopi. WDET's Curiosity is supported by Michigan Science Center. More at mi-sci.org.